recycling isn't just cycling. It can be cycling or cycling or even cycling. Peloton isn't just one thing. We have classes that will ease you in and classes that'll make you sweat and a range of instructors so you can find your match. Whatever you're in the mood for, we can get you in the zone. See for yourself with a worry-free 30-day home trial. Visit onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Terms apply. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. John 16, 33. Let's be real. Life is full of challenges. There's no escaping. As believers, we were never promised a perfect life. But as Jesus said to his disciples, take heart. In other words, be encouraged. He has overcome the world. Courage is having strength in the face of difficulty. Take Heart with Patty P is a radio podcast designed to encourage your faith in the midst of life's storms and to inspire men, women, moms and dads, single parents, business owners, and dreamers to pursue and fulfill God's unique plan and purpose for your life. Take Heart with Patty P offers faith-based encouragement along the journey for you to become all that God has made for you to be, even in the midst of difficulty, loss, or challenge. God uses everything in our lives. He really is for you. He is with you, even when you don't see it or can't feel it. He has overcome the challenges in this world, and he enables us to do the same. So let's get started on today's show. Welcome to Take Heart with Patty P. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Take Heart with Patty P. My name is Patty Pakoulis, and I am your radio podcast host for this show. And again, as always, I'm super excited to be here and have a few things on my plate for you this morning and um, wanted to kind of jump into it. I know that I've shared recently some of the changes that had gone on in my life and sort of that it's been a year of you know, a lot of goodbyes. And I'm also kind of looking at it like, you know, just sort of being a blank canvas and wondering, okay, God, what's next? And so there was one thing that really, I've had this on my list to share for a long time. And I kind of feel like the timing is just right for that right now. The title of this episode, and we're on 34 episodes, I'm kind of blown away by that, but the title of this episode is going to be called The Garment of Humility. And this is an expression that I have sort of tucked away in my heart for a long, long time. I have been, gosh, since graduating college, I've been involved in a music ministry at church from, you know, way back in the days when I first came to know the Lord. And I taught myself how to play guitar after college and have had the amazing, uh, amazing opportunity and honor and privilege to be involved in a worship ministry for decades and I'm thinking it's right around 35 years. <laughs> yes, I'm getting very old. It has been uh, one of the greatest journeys because music is probably one of the greatest aside from, you know, God and my family and my kids. 
it is one of the greatest loves in my life. There is just a power that comes from worship and from music in general. It's just so powerful. And I have had the opportunity to be on worship teams. I've had the opportunity to actually be a worship leader. I've had the opportunity to, um, you know, participate just uh, in vocals. I've played guitar. My son at one point was, you know, a drummer, like for six years while I was leading worship. And it was just, it's been an amazing journey. And and I've talked about worship and, and what a powerful tool it is in the believer's lives. So I recently made a very difficult decision, and that was, at least for now, I have stepped back from being involved in the local worship ministry that I was involved in at my church. Uh, There, you know, have been some changes, and I just felt led to step back. And right now, it's, you know, just been me cranking up my music in the car. And that has been actually very fulfilling. Um, because no matter what, I, I really, you know, I don't have to have a microphone in my hand to worship. I can worship anywhere at any moment, especially driving on the road. And I want to just share something. And it's a bit of, I think, a lesson that God sort of really from the beginning shared with me. And I just thought, you know, it's kind of appropriate. It's kind of like, okay, here's the one thing that I know about this particular ministry. And I think it can be applied to life. I really do. And I'm going to share a little story of, you know, way back when I got to Arizona and I had taught myself how to play guitar and I was just getting, um, you know, I was just starting to lead worship. It was a tiny little church. They had nobody. So it was like, okay, well, I'll step up to the plate. I can play guitar. I'll sing. Let's worship. You know, and and way back when, from the very beginning, there were two things. And the first one is really what I'm going to focus on. Um, but, well, yeah. the um, I was at a friend's house, and I got out of uh, her house. I was walking away, and I really felt like sometimes you think, you know, God just says something to you and it's so powerful. You don't necessarily hear his audible voice, but you know exactly what he's saying to you. And what he told me when it came to worship, because I was just about to kind of begin that whole journey. He said to me, Patty, if you are going to go down this road and begin to lead any kind of music ministry, there is one requirement. There is one thing that it, that you have to do. And what he said, again, not audibly, but what I felt like the message was, was you need to drape yourself. You need to clothe yourself with the garment of humility. And that's the title of today's episode, The Garment of Humility. And I remember hearing that, and the the word picture that came to my mind was, in all honesty, it was like a monk, okay? You know, the big brown drabby cloak that they kind of wear, and I'm sure there's a much uh, better term for it. I'm sure there's actually a word for it. I should have done my homework on that, but I didn't. But what I had in mind and what I felt like the word picture was, was this, you know, sort of brown 
thing that you drape over you and it it really um it covered you completely and there was a hood for it and you wear the hood and the picture was to clothe yourself and drape yourself in humility and i thought wow that's <laughs> that's very interesting god that is quite a word picture and what i've learned through the years and what i felt like the second piece of that was is he said, this will protect you. This is something that will protect you. And I was very young, you know, I was fresh out of college and I just found the Lord a few years ago and I was very young in my faith and very young and even beginning that kind of ministry. And I didn't quite fully understand what he meant, but 35 years later, I know exactly what he meant. And it's one of those ministries that you are up front. It's very visual. And when he said, you know, you need to clothe yourself with the garment of humility, it will protect you. I understand that. And I felt like sharing that today. I felt like sharing that because I think it can be applicable to life in general. As I looked up the definition of humility, it's a modest or low view of one's importance, you know, freedom from pride or arrogance. And I like those definitions. I do. But sometimes I think when we imagine humility, sometimes I think we place ourselves lower than even, you know, God wants us to see ourselves like, and let me explain it this way. I think one of the best definitions that I've heard of humility is that to look at, to have an honest look at yourself as you truly are. And that would mean weaknesses and that would mean strengths. It's being able to assess yourself honestly and with the right perspective. And I always loved that definition, I thought, because, you know, people can like put on this humility and, oh, I, I can't really sing very well, but yet they're phenomenal singers. You know, um, it's okay to acknowledge if there's a gifting that God has given you, but it's, it's when you're, you know, using it to, to kind of elevate yourself above, the, above other people. But I loved that definition. And so the way I looked at this is this garment, for some reason, God says you need to wear it. And I, I will say, you know, throughout all those years, before leading worship, before getting up there, it was always something that I prayed and I imagined, you know, being able to throw this thing on in my own mind and knowing that whatever gifting God does give, whatever, you know, gifts and talents that he will use, it's very easy to, you know, shine bright and then kind of glory and take the credit for that, you know? And, and so I just think it was this very nice word picture that he gave me to kind of always approach it as if one, you know, you're standing on holy ground. People call it a platform. People call it a stage. I call it an altar. Always have, always will. You're on holy ground and you are bringing an offering, your best offering to the Lord. And in that offering, you can do that, you know, with the gifts and the strengths he's given you. 
but you can do it in a way where it truly glorifies him and it's not all about you. And in that ministry, it's very easy for it to become about you. And so I took this word to heart, and it has been sort of the the foundation of how I've approached really life, I think, in general, you know, and anything in a public manner, anything in front of others, um, I feel like that has been sort of the foundation of, you know, where, how I approach it. And, 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 you know, he specifically felt like he said, cover it, like you're going to wear it. It's a piece of clothing. And so, you know, I think, well, what's it going to protect you from? You know, when he said it will protect you. The truth of the matter is it will protect you from the one thing that is probably the biggest danger in any kind of ministry like that, any kind of public position, any kind of big successes in our life, it will protect you from something called pride. And we've all dealt with it. And it is something that's very real. And it's something that I wanted to talk about a little bit today. In addition to, you know, how come and the reason why I felt like God was very specific and said, listen, you you need to clothe yourself in humility because it will protect you. Pride is a feeling that, you know, and there can be good pride and not so good pride, you know, and, and kind of the difference between them is, you know, you can feel proud about something, an accomplishment, a goal, an achievement, you know, and, and there are things that my kids do where I'm very proud of them. And there's nothing wrong with that, with acknowledging that, you know, they they were able to, you know, achieve something or reach a goal or graduate from college or whatever those things are. And then there's being prideful or being proud, you know, and that's coming across as arrogant or as self-centered, you know, and the Bible kind of describes it as haughty or even haughty eyes. And I looked up, you know, that expression and it's kind of like your haughty eyes look down on people. They, you're above, you're elevating yourself and you know, it's superiority um, and sometimes often looking at others with disdainfulness. And, you know, the Bible is interesting because God really does not like pride. You know, it is, it's an interesting uh, sin. <laughs> I'm going to go into it a little bit. He knows that pride can be dangerous, that pride can hurt us and destroy us. And when I look back and when he said, you know, it's going to protect you, this garment of humility, I fully understand that now because pride is very insidious. It will creep in like air in between a crack in the door. You know, it, it likes to um, make your flesh feel good or even better than. And, you know, we all want to feel validated by you know, something, and we all spend our lives looking for something to validate us. And, you know, really, that that is that piece of your heart and your soul that God and only God can fill. But sometimes are the things make us feel worthy, make us feel worthwhile, make us feel proud. Hey, you know, in First Peter, it says, in the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders, all of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. And 
I think about that and I'm like, wow, that's exactly what God was saying. Clothe yourself in it. It's a garment. You know, a garment is a piece of clothing. It's an article and it's something you literally wear. You put it on and it's not to cover up everything. It's not to um, deny what you're wearing. It, it really is there, I think, if you look at that definition of humility to bring your strengths, you know, before the Lord and, and, and allow him to use those. But to also know, you know what, I don't have it all together. I have areas where I'm, I'm you know, I really struggle. And, and that's where, you know, the beauty of humility is when you can look at yourself and assess the strengths and the weaknesses and know that, you know, God gave you certain giftings, but that there's also areas of your life where he's really working. And and that's, you know, how I've always looked at, at humility. Matthew 23, 12 says, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And that's a little scary, you know, for those who humble themselves will be exalted. It says God shows favor to the humble. And those who exalt themselves, those who are puffed up, look at me, look at me. You know, we, we unfortunately, we live in a society that promotes that. It is all about that. It is all about looking good. You know, every little, I call it the perfect boxes on Instagram. And and it's so easy to get caught up in that world, you know. But the truth is, and, and again, we're going to have strengths. We're going to have giftings. But we also need to know that. We need the Lord. We need him. You know, and the one I, in the very beginning, I said there were two things God told me. The second thing about worship is he said, you know, um, it was kind of like, will you do this? And and here was my thing. I said, Lord, I'll, I'll show up if you do. <laughs> I really did. I'm like, I do not want to be there alone. I do not want to be up there without you. I do not want to rely on my own giftings, my own strength, my own abilities. I am... Honestly, if, you know, if you look at like my abilities in a lens of humility, you know, I can sing, but I don't have this knockdown, drag down, you know, amazing voice. I don't. I, my favorite thing is to come and to to model, you know, worshiping God in spirit and in truth and pursuing him. And I feel like that's what my heart's always wanted to demonstrate up there is a love of worship and and really going in and going after God. You know, it's not it's never been about like my voice or my playing, because trust me, I mean, it's it's average at best. But at the same time, like God's used it and he multiplies it. And I thought, Lord, if I show up and your Holy Spirit is there, I'm good. I'm safe. And I wear my little garment of humility and we just worship. You can use that. You can use that in whatever way you want. And I have been honored and grateful and privileged to be used by that and in that way for all these years. And so, you know, the one other scripture I wanted to share is that, you know, he gives us, it's, this is in James 4, 6, and it says, you know, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. And, you know, that's kind of a reality. God just doesn't like pride and what it does. And in fact, you know, pride, it, entitles us, it emboldens us, and it endangers us. You know, it puts us in a position of not seeing things correctly, thinking more of ourselves than we actually need to. 
Humility helps us submit. It keeps us open to the possibilities of God working in our lives and that we might be wrong and we might not have it all together and we're not all that. It keeps us seeing ourselves in a way that is reality-based and that is, you know, it's not shaming you for not being this amazing center, uh, singer, center, <laughs> singer, but it's not, it's not, um, you're looking, you're assessing yourself properly in a good light, you know, and I will tell you, pride is, is very, and I'm, gosh, time's going quick, but pride is insidious. And I'm going to share, I, I struggled with it the past two weeks. Last week, on air, there was an episode where I shared one of my biggest struggles when I was in college and post-college for a few years. And it was, you know, with, with food and, and eating disorder and all of that. And I got to be honest, I did not want to promote it. I did not want, I mean, it was so vulnerable for me to share. I didn't want people to know that oh, during that season of my life, this thing had a hold of my life. I needed God's help. I needed his strength. It was like, no, no, no. I was this athlete and I had it all together. That's my pride. And I did not promote my show this week because I was a little nervous and I was a little, I was embarrassed of what people might think. And I thought, Patty, that is a perfect example of pride. Who cares? God did a work in your life. You needed him. You had an area that you were struggling in and he's gotten you through it. And you're worried about, you know, looking like you don't have it together and it was a hard lesson for me to go, oh, my gosh. So maybe this is why I need to talk about pride today, because it can really sink its teeth into you in ways that you're not even fully aware of. And so I confess that to all of you now. I didn't want to say anything about last week's episode, but I have to get over it and think to myself, whatever life experience I have that can help anyone out there, any of my struggles, it's all for the glory of God. And it is all for his kingdom. And it is to help others. And let it go, Patty, and get over it and get over yourself. And so that was a very interesting little battle that I had with pride, you know, just even in this past week, you know, and, and really, in all honesty, you know, the first, um, the first real instance of pride was Lucifer himself, you know, where he just, God, you know, created him with amazing gifts. And he was just elevated to the highest stature in, in you know, heaven. And again, he became full of himself. And look at that decline. Look at where that's gone. And I think about, you know, any kind of platform, any kind of, even this podcast, you know, I approach it very humbly. I am just here to share and to share authentically and hopefully by the grace of God and courage, by the grace of God, you can relate to something I say, something I do, and it will draw you closer in your relationship and in your pursuit uh, of the Lord and in your life and help bring you to a place of you know, greater maturity or growth or realization. That is my hope. And that is my prayer. And, you know, stepping back from a music ministry, there's going to be a season of rest. And to be honest, you know, I don't know if I'll be involved again or not. I don't know what the Lord has. 
But I do know that when I look at my experience as a worshiper, a worship servant leader, a worship leader, I know that I know that that was what God spoke to me. Patty, you need to clothe yourself in the garment of humility. It is something that's real. It is something that will protect you. It will protect you from pride. It will protect you from arrogance. It will protect you from focusing on you. It will keep you in a place where you know it's about me. And everything you do up there points to me, not to yourself, but it points to me. I am completing a work in you. I am moving in and through you. And my spirit is enabling you to do this type of a ministry where others are encouraged to engage and to enter in and not so much to watch or listen, because sometimes I think that's what it becomes, but to instead actively participate in their own worship, be able to close their own eyes, be able to focus on the living God and the one who moves in us and through us and changes us, transforms us, chisels us, reminds us, convicts us, you know, and keeps us moving forward and becoming more like Jesus, which is what God wants. He wants us to become more like him. And so I wanted to share that. If there's an area in your life where you're struggling, you know, imagine it like a big drab coat that's brown and not so good looking. Throw it on and let it protect you. Walk in humility. Understand your giftings as God's given them to you. Understand your weaknesses and bring it all before him. I hope you guys were encouraged this week. We will talk to you next week. God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Take Heart with Patty P. It is our greatest hope that you have been encouraged and inspired today in your faith, in your life, and in your walk with God. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please take a moment to leave a review and an episode rating. Your thoughts and comments are so important to us. You can also subscribe to the show weekly and tell your family and friends. We would love that. For more encouragement or information about the show or the host of the show, Patty P, and the photography services that she also provides, you can visit her website at pattypxo.com. That's P-A-T-I-P-X-O.com. She would love to hear from you. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.